Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Husker Hype Radio Podcast, episode 35. We got Aaron Warsfold, we got Dr. Motherfucking E-Rock in the house, and your boy, Eddie Rosenthal. Folks, just another day in paradise here. It's snowing in Nebraska. It's sunny in Southern California. Sorry about it, boys, but you know what? That 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 cold makes you tough, and it's it's a good thing to be at. It's that's that's what Matt Rule recruits on. He says, "Yeah, you can go play in Florida, but when you get drafted by the Green Bay Packers, your ass is going to be sorry, bud." You know. Well, and, that's just, and another thing, it's like Nebraska on snow days. Going sledding is the best stuff. There's a lot of good positive stuff about snow. I mean, it's not always sunny like it is in Southern California, but it's got it's got the perks. It does. It does, man. There's there's good things about snow and it, it makes you a fucking man. And and when it snows, money, there's money to be made. You can go shoveling, you can go go to Aunt Ethel's house and make twenty bucks. You know, you can fucking do your thing and and maybe pick up a little a little dime sack after with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Not here in Nebraska. Not here in Nebraska because it's illegal. Yeah, right, right. I forgot about that. Um, all right. Well, let's get right into it, fellas. Today, we're going to be breaking down over these next two weeks. We're going to be breaking down the offense and the defense, kind of give them grades position by position. Uh, what we think about, you know, specific players, give some MVPs, all of that. Um, pretty much going by each position and breaking it down and just giving our thoughts on the entire season so far, and then maybe giving some projected depth charts, way too early projected depth charts for the 2024 season. Before we do that, yesterday, January 8th, was the national championship game. Michigan, Jimmy Harbaugh, and the Wolverines beat Washington 34-13. to Boys, I know we watched the game. Uh, what, do, what do we think about it? I think it was a lot closer than the scoreboard indicated. I think that Washington uh, missed on a couple key shots. Penix was off his game. And Michigan took advantage of it. I agree with you. I, I think that Michael Penix played his worst game uh, so far this year. And there was three, four, five throws that if he would have made, if there wasn't a holding call that brought it back, would have changed the game dramatically. I mean, that interception to start the first half, if those guys would have drove down and scored there, I think that the game would have been a hell of a lot different. And if Washington just played the way that they played the whole year, they very I well think I think you guys are wrong. I think Michigan should have won by more points. I, I had Michigan before the game. You guys had Washington. Michigan there was a good – Quarter and a half there in the middle of the game where they just kept punting the ball. Their quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, I've been saying it, mid, can't throw the ball. He did good running a few times there. But Michigan's running game, super good. Their defense, super good. And they made Washington's super good offense look like shit. And Penix just got his ass kicked all game. He was he ended the game holding his side because he just kept getting the fucking straw t- shaken up there, dude. He, he just Michigan's a way, way better team than Washington. That's just a fact. Aaron, you said, though, in the middle of the game that Washington was stopping 
Michigan's run off. They were stopping their whole offense for a good amount of time. And then it just came to the point where it was too late and Michigan almost just fucking kind of put the pity points up, if you will. I I, I think that Washington, they, they kind of at the fourth quarter said, you know what? Michael Penix, he's not doing his job. And I, I don't know if it was even Michigan that that made Washington be bad at offense. I think it was Washington that made Washington be bad at offense. I think it was their mistakes alone. Not not so much Michigan's defense putting the hurt on them. They beat themselves that game. No, there's no way well, you can't say that. We'll have they missed two wide open touchdowns. Two wide open touchdowns. Missed yeah. the wide receivers twice. That's not defense. I, that's that's a throw. I, I, you're talking about two plays. I'm talking about the whole game. I think overall, well, that's Michigan two, that's played two touchdowns. That's 14 points. Yeah, and fucking coulda, shoulda, woulda, two plays. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't even score a touchdown on those plays. But he does. But he does. But he, yeah. but he did yeah. it. And the fact of the matter is, is they lost. Right. I know. But what you're saying is that Michigan did it. No, I'm not going to give credit to Michigan whooping their ass. I don't want to give credit to fucking the cheating Wolverines whooping ass. Fuck those bitches. Washington did not win. Yeah, let's get it. Michigan outright national champions. But the game, like Eli said, the score was a lot. The score did not indicate what I felt like the game was. And we can agree to disagree. <laughs> that, that's what I think, though. And er, Ernest Hausman. Uh, former Nebraska Cornhusker from Columbus, Nebraska, decided to jump ship and go win a national championship. Good for him. Can't put any blame on Ernest. He was their third highest tackler this season. So, I mean, you know, we really uh, fucking missed a player in that. We know damn well if, if we need somebody next year, it's a linebacker. And too bad Ernest is on the Wolverines. Um, Will Nixon a former Nebraska player as well, who I really don't remember. I kind of remember his name a little bit, but he kind of, he fucked up. He dropped a couple of passes for Washington. <laughs> he dropped some key passes for Washington. I think one on third and five that was right in his hands and he looked up field and then before he caught it, you guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of and, drops, a lot of drops. I feel like this game, we said it last week after the semifinal games, there was a lot of like mistakes that you wouldn't really expect to see in like a national championship by a, the two best teams right. in the nation. Right. Yeah, Washington made way too many mistakes to be playing in that game. And I think that just goes so like Michigan the last three years have been in the playoffs. Those guys were ready to play on a big stage. And that might have been their key to winning the game there is that those guys, they, they're almost due, so to speak. A lot of different team next year coming from Michigan. A lot of different team. Yeah. I almost agree. every position. Is losing a starter. Three yeah. offensive linemen, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, three people in the secondary. But they'll still be are solid. they losing their head coach? I hope so. Are they losing <laughs> their head coach? I hope so. I mean, Titans got an open position now. Vrabel just got fired today, which I have no idea why. That was right. kind of a shocker to me. Yeah. Ron Rivera, he's out as of yesterday. We got the Raiders and we got the Chargers. Am I missing another team? They possibly, possibly the did Belichick. Yeah, yeah. The, the Falcons, they lost coach too. Falcons oh, yeah, as well. So there's uh, six the Panthers. Open. The Panthers don't have a coach, so I think they has got they got fired too. 
Panthers yep. too, their whole fucking GM and everything. I think they got wiped, right? I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of open positions in the NFL and I've heard, you know, rumors Raiders and Harbaugh are mutually interested. Uh, Chargers. Here's my take. I think Harbaugh stays for one more year. Some more shit happens with the NCAA. The Bears fire their coach next year, and then Harbaugh goes to the Bears. Next year, not after the after that after the next football season after twenty twenty four. Yeah, what one more year? Because I think JJ's got one more year left, so I feel like he'll probably want to coach him. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. I I heard in JJ's interview he kind of hinted at you know this is the last time all these all we're all going to be together. So I think he might be headed to the draft. That's what I heard him say too. He said one last ride for this team. So that yeah. kind of feels like far and beyond. Do you think that's because is there a way that he could be like, oh, this team? Because I keep hearing they they keep saying team one thirty five, like that's their like that's their team, like they'll you know right. what I'm saying. It could be right. that too, but that could be I, that could be true. It could if be JJ team goes to the draft. He's dumb. He's not good. He needs one more year to like look good. I'm sorry, he's not going to be able to play quarterback in the NFL. He'll play like receiver, have to move around. But yeah. me as a Husker fan, please go to the NFL. Yeah, please get out of the Big Ten. I agree. I, agree. I, don't, I don't even think that he's that good. Oh, how many? Let me. Oh, sorry, boys, bad. Buddy only completed ten passes last night. I mean, but Buddy only lost one game his entire career. I know, but I I think even if you switch the quarterbacks for that team, they still win most of they them. They still win, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I agree. Like if if you put even if you put all right, this is a yeah, stretch. Orgy. They got an orgy back there, bro. You put J.J. McCarthy on our team and you give them Bill and Rayola and they're still a fucking really good football team, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Well, because Dylan Rayola's the best quarterback in the country. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's a bad, my bad, boys. That was a bad example. You're right. That was <laughs> fucked up. We should, we should we should have just saw this year in the middle of the year. We should have, like, Matt and Jim should have went, like, hey, let's just see what happens. We'll give you Heinrich and we can take J.J. Yeah. We'll just, yeah. just be fun. Just some, be something fun to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so Michigan wins, congrats to them, whatever big 10, won, at least it wasn't the sec that won a national championship, you know, that's good. Yeah. Or Texas. Or Texas. Um, speaking of Texas boys recruiting, we talked about it last week. It's officially said and done. You should have listened to Huskripe radio. Cause it did fucking happen. Isaiah Nayer committed to Nebraska all because of a guy named Dylan Riola. Let's fucking go, folks. Let's go, baby. Uh, really made an impact at Washington. Didn't really play at all at Texas. Um, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, you got hurt. Isaiah Nair is now a Husker. As well as Dante Dowdell, former Oregon running back. I think he only had nine carries last year for Oregon. True freshman. They had a lot of guys uh, playing running back for them, but his senior season folks in high school finished with 2,100 yards and 31 touchdowns averaging 8.4 yards per carry. 5,300 total yards in high school. Damn, son. Damn, boy. And and that just adds to that beast back in there, bro. I mean, we got EJ, we got fucking Ramir, Gabe, and now Dante. And 
you think we're going to have, we're going to have fresh legs back here, back there all year, all fucking year, dude. It's going to be first down Ramir, second down Gabe, third down Dante. If we need fourth down, go ahead and put Emmett in there. Fourth and five. I don't care. Emmett will make it. He's got fresh fucking legs, bro. He'll turn that butter. I can see Ramir getting like a more of a slot receiver weapon and sometimes coming in for running back. So I think we brought in Dante Dado to be the guy. I think so too. And and that also kind of subscribes to Matt Rule. Body blows is what he yes. says. And Ramir is more of a, you know, a, a wide H back type body type in Matt Rule's offense as Gabe, Emmett, and Dante are, are big, fucking huge legs. Take it to the house, you know, get get, get hard, gain hard yards. Yeah. Gain yes. hard yards. I like that. And also, especially with Dylan Raiola, the run game will be less. He's a pocket passer. We're not going to rely on our running back this year or our quarterback this year. I mean, if like this year, our quarterback will not be the leading rusher. Yes. We know that. Um, I hope, so, yeah, so, I hope but, to God not. <laughs> it's no, we that if it is, we're, we will win one game with Dylan. <laughs> Maybe. And yeah. we, we might win a game if he's our leading yeah. rusher. Um, so. That's a great little segue into our offensive ratings here, folks. Breaking down the 2023 offense, let's go ahead and start with the quarterback position. Um, worst position on the offense so far this year. I think there's no question about that. Depth-wise. Depth-wise, I mean, what, what else? What, what do you What do you mean by that, Eli? You're talking about 2023? 2023 not this upcoming year no 20 we're talking we're rank we're ranking and grading and the 2023 offense oh well yeah worst fucking quarterback room yeah in the big 10 maybe almost in the nation yeah yeah i mean we started with jeff sims early in the year he had this is this is making me hurt bro yeah making me hurt 28 for 47. <laughs> one touchdown, boys and girls. One touchdown. Six interceptions. My, oh, my. Jeffrey Sims, the savior of Nebraska from Georgia Tech. Matt Rule and Marcus Sander Satterfield's hand-picked guy was not the guy. Nope. And uh, after that Colorado game, got hurt. Heinrich stepped in. Did what he could. Uh, 77 completions out of 157. Seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. Um, and then he got hurt, so we got Chubba in there, and it was 31 for 57, two touchdowns, three interceptions. I mean, overall, just – so what? It We had 10 touchdowns, and – 16 interceptions out of all, all of our quarterbacks combined. combined. About an average of 50% completion percentage. You got fumbles on there? Uh, 22 fumbles, I believe. 22 or 23 fumbles out of 27 from the total offense. Oh, my God. So that just kind of puts into perspective, folks, how, uh, you know, they say quarterback is really – if you, you – <laughs> Patriots don't win any Super Bowls if they don't have Tom Brady. You know, if they, if, if Patriots, it 
it it really all comes down if you got a good a lot of guys around you kind of same with the offensive line if you don't got a good quarterback then you're uh you're fucked bud uh-huh. I think fucked. the LVP has got to be Sims. He sucked cock. Um, and then my I MVP, I mean, like, it's really a toss-up. I feel like if Chubba was healthy all year, he would have – we actually would have been decent, but I feel like all the games we won were under Heinrich, so it's hard to say in my head who's the MVP. I would. I don't even know if I would put VP. I would just put, like, like player, like the guy that, like, just P. There is no MVP for the quarterback room this year. The most consistent I, player, it's going to be Jeff Sims because he was the most consistently terrible. Bad, yeah, correct. That's good, that's good doctor. I like that, doctor. Prescribing L's. Yeah, that's what he was you doing. You got hard. me there, Eli. You got me there. <laughs> um, 127, 26 nationally in pass yards, 135 game. Folks, that's out of 130 teams. And what does that look like without Jalen Lloyd's three seventy-yard bombs? Right, yeah. probably exactly. last. Exactly, and Malachi Coleman's in there too. Yeah, I mean, true. I think we'd have to get it. I think we'd have to get it to Heinrich because he did win the five games. Like he, th- those five wins are under his belt. Jeff and Chubba, when they started, did not win any games. So you, you kind of got to give the player to Heinrich, but. Just overall, I I think that you have to give the grade for the quarterbacks is an F. It yeah. was a miserable fail. Yes. I don't I, – you can't pass these guys, man. You can't pass them. You combine 22 turnovers in very crucial parts of the game as well. I mean, the last game, Chubba, we're driving down the field, fumbles when nobody – fuck or no, he intercepts the – interception when we're driving down the field the game before that on the 11 yard line interception all the way back to the 20 yard line was uh maryland with a game-winning field goal i mean it goes down the list colorado game the first fucking drive that nebraska had it we're driving down the field jeff sims fumbles on a good snap (laughs) almost every single game you can think of some what the fuck was that fumble from all of these quarterbacks. And that's what makes the rushing attack for our team even more spectacular considering how good we were this year, comparatively. Right. So let's let's leave those quarterbacks in the past. Dylan Riola, he's gonna be the savior of the universe. Um F grade for the quarterbacks. And if anybody wants to dispute that, go ahead in the comments. And I will laugh at it because you're wrong. It's got to be an F. It's got to be an F. There's no debate. No. No debate. Um, okay, so let's go to let's go to uh, what Aaron said. Let's go to rushing part of the game. Um, interesting season for the running backs room. Very early, both Ramir and Gabe Irvin went down on injury, season-ending injuries. Gabe's was a hip in the Northern Illinois game, if I'm correct. And a meaningless Uh, part of the game. Meaningless part, yeah, at the end of the game. And he also walked off. Nobody thought that that would have been a season-ending injury as it happened. Like, it, it wasn't, you know, stop the game. He walked off and just kind of held his hip next to Coach Barthel. 
Nobody thought anything about it. Next day, Gabe is out for the season. When did Ramirez get hurt? I, they were I, the same week. They were the same week. Yeah, same game. And Ramirez's injury was one was a shoulder. It was his a shoulder. I think yeah, separated AC joint and shoulder, something like that. Something well, I was also because what if if uh, if uh, Gabe's was a leg? I know the other one was like an upper body and shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those two guys. Our best running backs, one and two, the guys that we thought were going to be, you know, like you'd, we'd see those guys every other down all year out in the third game of the season. That leaves Emmett Johnson, who had 90 attempts for 411 yards, averaged 4.6 yards a carry with two touchdowns. I mean, Emmett Johnson coming in to this year, Nobody really, you know, Mr. Minnesota, we we had high hopes for them, but playing true freshman running back at the University of Nebraska is not usually something that happens. And for what it's worth, I don't think that Emmett did too bad of a job. No. I think that from this season, if we can say anything, that the future definitely looks bright for Emmett Johnson. Yes. I'm not going to say he ran like Blake Corum or fucking a Quinshawn Judkins, but – he did what he had to do coming in to Nebraska. And under the circumstances given, didn't do a bad job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the top six rushers for the team, three of them were our quarterbacks. And the other one's Anthony right. Grant. He'll be gone for, for Anthony next Grant. Year. Anthony Grant, man, very underwhelming season for Anthony Grant. I feel I, – I, what, what do you think it was that – it was, was the it? fact that he had a yellow eagle before every play. Um, I think he got in his head. I think I don't know it. I, I don't know, man. It's probably a culmination of a lot of stuff. He got in his head. So, like every great player says, the game's 90% mental. You yeah. start losing that 90%, you're done. And he after that Minnesota fumble, when he was in the doghouse, he never got out of it. Nope. Right. And so out of the 22 of 27 turnovers that were quarterback, what three? Maybe four of those were Anthony Grant. Yeah, I think probably. he had. Yeah, I think right. he had at least three. Three, I want to say three. Yeah, I want to yeah, say three. That sounds about so right. So three fumbles. So that's twenty twenty-five. You take out the quarterback fumbles and the or turnovers and Anthony Grant's turnovers. That's only two fumbles on the season. I mean, interceptions are going to happen, so maybe add about five or six there. So seven turnovers all season for Nebraska. That doesn't look bad at all, you know. But that's hindsight 2020, and we can't fix 2023. Mm -hmm. We're looking on to 2024. But very underwhelming season for Anthony Grant. He had more attempts than uh, Emmett Johnson, 104 carries for 413 yards, three touchdowns. Um. Sucks. Lee, second second uh, team in rushing. Emmett Johnson only two yards behind him, so pretty much those guys tied second. Heinrich led the team in rushing with 120 attempts for 477 yards, five touchdowns, average four rushes a carry. Mm-hmm. And if we remember a lot of Heinrich's, especially early runs, a lot of those were like those 40, 50-yard touchdown runs at the start of the season that really helped pad the stats. Right, yeah. right. Against Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech. Yep. The ones where we go Himberg for Heisman. Mm-hmm. 
Fireball. Good times. Good time. Good. It was fun while it lasted, boys. <laughs> hey, it's Husker hype for a reason. It was fun while it lasted. Um, but yeah, rushing. It's kind of hard to grade these guys, given like the circumstances. Like I was saying, I mean, Gabe Irvin Jr. back there and Ramir Johnson. I mean, we could have relied very heavily on those guys and maybe not have thrown the ball as much. Relied on Heinrich with his arm. Seen we, what we were. We were first in the Big Ten in rushing. We might have for a while. I don't. I think we finished up worse than that. But I'll, I think we think. Yeah. I think we finished third or fourth. So for a majority of the season, we were first in the rushing in Big Ten. I averaging one hundred seventy six yards. I think a game. Um, if if you, I feel like if you see Gabe Irvin and Ramirez in there both, that's maybe add another fifty yards. Honestly, finished second in the Big Ten, 38th nationally. Pretty good considering. I mean, like when you have a shitty, really shitty quarterback and passing offense to still be able to run the ball decent. They know it's coming. Yeah, that, that yeah, helped that helped the seasons. Eight or nine in the box every play. Right. You don't have to defend anybody. Right. We did have a little bit of Fleeks action there as well. He came in. Um, Josh Fleeks just kind of, you know, got in when he had to 17 carries, 130 yards, one touchdown, that 76 yard touchdown against, um, Michigan. So without that, he had what 130 minus 75, that's what 70 yards, something like that. Less yeah, than yeah, yeah. So Josh Fleeks just good for him last year playing football. Helping out Coach Rule, you know, doing what he can. But MVP for the rushing side of the offense. Who are we going to give it to, guys? I think this one's no doubt or it's Emmett Johnson. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Like, like with with Aaron's what Aaron said with Heinrich, while he led the team in rushing those big runs early in the year really padded those stats, and Emmett Johnson was really the workhorse mm-hmm. through the middle of the season. Exactly, yeah, and especially for a young guy to come unexpectedly into a role to be the, the number one guy for a lot of circumstances, I think he did a great job, man. Good young man on that guy. Right. And it's it was good to see him, you know, kind of – I think that he took full advantage of that role, um, true freshman coming in. Um, yeah. So I think we all agree – Emmett Johnson, great. 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 This, I'm is, gonna, this is tough. This is tough. This is tough, but I'm going to give the overall rush offense a B plus. I'm going to give him a B plus. I'm being optimistic on that one. I'm going to give him a B plus. I, could, I feel like I could go from anywhere from C minus to B is where I'm at. Maybe C minus to C plus. But I think also, big... would Go we have ahead. won five games without any like like we won those five games because of our rushing attack, right? So you're, you're I I, I kind of like B, but I'm I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go or B. You said B plus. Yeah, I said I did say B plus. I'm gonna I'm gonna go B. I'm gonna go B. Given the circumstances, any other team. Maybe a little bit less, but for this year, Nebraska, I'm going to say the rushing was B because we relied on it so heavily on offense. I, th- I think before we you can give out grades, we forgot to talk about one group, and that's the offensive line. We're talking about rushing. 
as a group. Yeah. That kind of goes hand in hand. It does. It it goes hand in hand with with the rushing attack. You're right, Eli. Um, last year the offensive line, I would personally say, was probably the worst group on the entire team. And this mm-hmm. year, they could arguably be the biggest upside on the entire team, besides defense. Not not talking about defense, just on offense. So that's why I like to be there because the offensive line has me excited for the future, right? As opposed the- to. Our Achilles heel. I pulled right. a couple. I pulled a couple stats. I couldn't find the pressures, but I found tackles for losses, and we let up seventy three, which is six a game, eighty seventh in the nation. So not not very good, honestly. That's why I gave our rushing game a B plus because we still kind of got caught in the backfield a lot and ended up with a good amount of yards. Yeah, I wonder if also some of that, like you, you can look at that on paper, but then also what is that Ramir not or not Emmett not reading the right hole, you know, or or Heinrich uh, keeping the ball when he should have gave it. A lot of times did that early on too, or right. Jeff do exactly. Yep. So those tackles for losses, not all the offensive line's fault. There's a lot of there's a lot of things in the backfield that could have prevented. Would you say that they're a top half in the Big Ten? What offensive line? Would you say we have a top half for the Big Ten and for offensive line? I don't know. It's uh, Big Ten's like the elite offensive line. So based on my expectations of them, they surpass undoubtedly a lot. But as far as like, I'd say middle of the pack Big Ten offensive line. I think there's a huge difference. I think if we want to talk about the line, to, like so, so we're we're gonna kind of grade uh, rushing and offensive line together here. Um, it's you you got to talk about the right side of the line and the left side of the line. The left side of the line was way like the left side of the line was pretty bad. I'd say right side of the line didn't hear a lot of numbers called. Oh, what the fuck was Newelli doing? What the fuck was Ben Hart doing? It was what the fuck is Piper doing and Corker doing and Prohaska doing? All those guys on the left side of the line, you know? Yes, I agree. And Kirk or uh, Corcoran, I is his eligibility up or is he leaving Nebraska? I mean, I don't I think that Kirk Corcoran kind of knows that his time is probably he 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 doesn't have a room at Nebraska. Yeah. I, I don't. I think that the feelings might be mutual there. He hasn't entered the portal yet, but just from this year and last year, pretty much no improvement, I feel like. It's time Maybe for Donnie to go to his dorm room and be like, hey, hey, buddy, you're not blocking for my nephew. Get the fuck out of here. Back your yeah. bags. And that's 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 what it's going to be like, too. He's like, I got to protect my nephew, bro. Or if not, uh, he's going to go somewhere else, and uh, Nebraska is going to hate me. So, They're going to fire me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they will. It's it's tough. Ben Scott did great at center this year. All those Jeff Sim fumbles were not Ben Scott's fault. There was no – I feel like there was no botched snaps, you know, other than the quarterback's fault. Like, shotgun passes right on the money. Never really his fault fucking up. What's the grade? What's the grade, though, Eddie? So if we're giving the rushing a B to B plus, I want to give the offensive line maybe a B, a B minus. You got to also think about the offensive line though in the pass pro. 
we do, but then you, like pass pro wasn't bad. There was times when it wasn't their fault that they got sat that Heinrich got sacked because he's rolling out when he should have stayed in the pocket or like the interceptions. Like it's just I feel like there's so much blame to put on the quarterbacks this year that giving the grades to the rushing and the line, it kind of takes them down a little bit. It's tough. It's a team game, man. That's how it works. I'm going to give it the is. offensive line. I think it's got to be a C plus. I think it's got to be a C plus. See, I agree with that because the left side of the line was so bad that it, it can't be a B. No, right, right side of the line, B. Left side of the line, D. So I'm going to call that a C plus. And like you said, we're also grading this comparison to last year and we're way better than we were last year. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Improvement. Is it the most improved position on the team? I th- yeah, I think so. Offensively. I think so. Yeah, probably offensively, yeah. Yeah. And you could probably also say that all the other positions kind of diminished while the offensive line got better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we don't have a lot of time left. Do we want to get into receivers? Let's get into receivers. Okay, receivers. Oh, interrupt the podcast real quick. Nebraska just knocked off number one Purdue. Go Damn. big, Go big red, baby. Woo! I didn't even know that was on right now. Let's Beat go. up 88 to 72. Woo! Damn, son. That's a whooping right there, boy. Ryler's already affecting the state, boy. He's already yeah, affecting yeah. the state. Yeah. Hey, Woo! hey. You you try to come into PBA and play Nebraska, we'll we'll fucking show you what it's like. We'll show you what it's like, boy. And that's what it better be like in Lincoln next year. Anybody comes onto Tom Osborne Field, you're gonna leave with fucking blood. All right, blood. And it's gonna be yours. It's not gonna be. All right, we got we got no time. We're coming up on a timeline here. Receiving. I'm just gonna give my MVP off the rip. We only had a couple guys that caught the ball more than ten times. Billy Kemp was a leading receiver and leading yards. I'm gonna give him. My MVP. Billy Kemp, most consistent. I'd have yeah. to agree with you there. Jalen Lloyd, he did have those long bombs that, you know, put us in good positions to win. But Billy Kemp, the most consistent, I, I'd have to give it to Billy. I agree. As much as I want to say, Jalen Lloyd, it's got to be MVP. Most improved player again, Jalen Lloyd. Most MVP, Billy Kemp. Most disappointing player, Thomas Fedoni. Fedoni, yes, exactly. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Okay. And but also, if we're gonna say the same thing about the offensive line with the quarterback being so shitty, it's hard to hard to grade the O line <laughs> yeah. so bad. I you have to say have the same respect for the receivers because it's like Fedoni's like I want the fucking ball where I can catch it, not behind me where I tip yes, it up and then it's intercepted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah, made yeah. some throws like his touchdown that he had. He probably had to jump three feet in the air to grab that and still made a terrific play. If we can I just agree. get fucking Dylan to find them and yeah. put it on the money. Then let's see what Fedoni can do after the catch. You and know? if you guys recall, I know Husker Hyper recalls, but for the listeners, Fedoni for like the first four weeks was one of the top ten uh, tight ends in the nation. He had the most touchdowns for like three weeks in a row. Yeah, and then look how that fell. And then he shushed the rest of crowd, which is a little weird, but hey, we can get past that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but hey, this- like, you're at home. <laughs> yeah, just just like we were saying about the offensive line, though, man, like. The quarterback play, it's Aaron, it's a team sport, but yep. dude, the, the grades that we're giving all these guys kind of do go on the quarterbacks a little bit, 
You know, like I feel like I'm I'm giving a little less of a grade just because of just how shitty they're yeah. What what the quarterbacks kind of made them look like a little bit. So I mean honestly, I, the wide receivers, I really wasn't that like upset with them though. Like I feel like I could give them the higher score. A couple of things like downfield blocking was kind of shitty, but I don't know how to grade that. I've never played fucking played football. Good so run, like, dude. They had good run blocking. That Malachi Coleman had excellent run blocking all season. No, I don't think that's true. We got to watch the tape. We got to cut some tape on that. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to watch well, the tape. We'll, that'll put. I'm gonna put that under reminder. Cut some tape. Yeah. That's okay. And then also, <laughs> let me just say, I I love the you know the dream of playing for Nebraska and being a walk on, but um. Uh, we need guys with uh, with uh, who who are named Jamal and Isaiah to catch the ball, not Alex and Ty. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that. That's all I'm saying, dude. That's, that's I'm just gonna leave the wide receiver with that, dude. Hey, but honestly, I feel like wide receivers is one. Obviously, quarterback was most excited for, but wide receivers is what I'm most excited for next year, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. We're bringing too. in Banks pretty soon too. Jamal Banks, watch out. Jamal Banks, he's a dog. Overall and score, overall score for the offense. What are we giving him? D plus. Yeah, in the D's. Yeah. D plus. There we go. D, D plus. All right, folks. We'll so that was it. Maybe we can wrap this up next week a little bit. Uh, talking on the offense, we're talking about the defense next week. But folks, that was episode thirty-five of the Huskerite Radio podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We will talk defense. Special teams next week. As always, bleed red, shit corn, go big. Go big. Go big red. Red. Fuck the boilermakers. <laughs> <laughs>